Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. Recording it early. Not sure when it'll drop because uh, I had a sick kid yesterday, so I am going to bed early tonight. But um, we're going to catch up on everything we missed from last week. Um, we decided to take a week off because it's the end of season for Tim. Um, I finished my season last week, so it's been extremely hectic. So um, we're going to have some fun, though. We got so much with a lot of stuff being delayed for the most part. The biggest thing I do want to say, I don't know if we put this on there yet because it just broke. Um, that basically um, the sag reported, this is insane. Um, so the, the studios submitted their last and final offer, right, Tim? Did you hear what one of the clauses was? They want the right to make an AI basically design a character from any dead celebrity without their permission. In writing, they have this. So, and they said it's their final and best offer. So I don't know what's going to happen because that's like asking for a lot. Right. Well, I mean, not only that, but if if you have like the estates and everything on that. Like there's a big deal, you know, with Robin Williams coming back for the, that Disney short that they did, but they're like, no, it was not AI. It was old recordings. Now, if it's old recordings, I could see doing that and piecing it together. But if you're doing it through AI, then, then there's, then there's, that's tip of the iceberg. Then there's no stopping you after that. Yeah. And I also think it'd be a little bit different to, um, like if it was the case of like Paul Walker in the last movie he did where he passed away when it was like 80% finished filming and they asked the permission of his family and they said, yeah, go ahead and his brother will stand in and you can do that with his face. You know? Yeah. That, yeah. Because yeah. I think they did that with Grand Moff Tarkin too for his character on the Rogue One series. I believe they did the same thing. It was, um, it was the same thing. They asked permission from his family. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's one thing to, you know, get to ask and then get permission. Yeah. It's, you can do that with anything, but just to have it in there and be like, Oh, we don't got to ask you permission, even though it'd be a common courtesy and just don't stinks to be you. And then, because then you could put a call back to anybody at any time in the new Aladdin, you could have a call back to the old genie with it being Robin Williams on, on anybody that's, that's passed away. And they can't do anything about it. I mean, unless there's. Well, even that, even if they get royalties from it or whatnot, it's still. I don't think it matters. The the problem for me with that kind of clause is that it's the same thing that people make the excuse of. Oh, it's a slippery slope because it is because if you start allowing that, what's going to stop them from doing an entire movie with CGI dead people having them say stuff that they would never say, you know, exactly. and then you all of a sudden you're, you're running a different agenda and now you've got bigger problems on your hand because people are going to be protesting that. So, I mean, um, I have a feeling, especially with a lot of the stuff that we're going to be coming up with, um, what we're going to see is it's not, it's not great. So like the first thing we got is Disney's live action, Snow White, um, I'm not going to get into the politics of it. I don't care about what people say about, you know, this was Ziggler is her last name. I believe she doesn't look the part, whatever. Um, 
but it's been delayed to 2025. We did get a first look at the magical creatures and magical creatures turned back into dwarves after viral complaints and the dwarves look horrible. They look like monsters. They don't look like dwarves. They look like absolute monsters. Yeah, they look like the new Goofy <laughs> is what they look like. They did. Yeah. It's not. It's almost like it was a look at the technology that we have and showing off, but not making them look that great. Doesn't look good. So we have to wait till 2025 for that. Um, it is weird, though. There's a there's a lot of other stuff mixed in here. It doesn't make any sense because, like we've said before, there is um, a deal with AMC, so they could still do the Walking Dead series and stuff like that. So I don't know if they can promote it or not. But uh, side note: Did you see all the complaints that they actually um, uh, they you had to get follow certain guidelines for Halloween costumes? From SAG AFTRA. That was crazy. I mean, it was, I mean, they, it wasn't like mandatory. It was just, hey, make sure that you have a generic costume and not something that is trademarked, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. um... Which, I mean, I get it. If you're striking and you're standing up for what you think should happen it would be not looking too good if you went out there and dressed as a part Something of you like, should oh, like, be you're, yeah. you're striking for this you're against that but yet you're dressing as it so in turn they're getting money from it because you bought the costume or whatnot so true i mean i get it um this one was interesting because i i'd heard about this but i had never seen anything about it um, Daniel Radcliffe is executive producing a documentary about a stunt double paralyzed in Harry Potter film accident. Um, he was actually, uh, the, the stunt double for multiple. Um, he was one for dr- the character of Drake, Draco Malfoy. He was Harry's stunt double as well. Um, he's been in a wheelchair and it does seem like, um, a couple of the, um, a couple of the, cust- uh, the, uh, actors stayed in touch with them for a while so you know i don't know if it's supposed to be like just about his life succeeding like after the tragedy i believe it is so hopefully it's good but i, I heard it was it's pretty tragic and it was um he got hurt in the battle of of hogwarts and he was supposed to get pulled by like a cable or something and the cable pulled him so hard it threw him into a wall and he didn't hit the bags so um it'd be interesting if they actually show it too because you know i'm kind of got morbid you know thing wanting to see what actually happened um canceled not disney plus nautilus series finds a new home with amc which is kind of crazy because i think this is probably the first program i could think of that has left disney that has not gone to an ABC type station. So this is very interesting to see what they do with it. I will, I'm right. okay with it. And it must be pretty good if it got picked up by somebody else. Yeah. I mean, cause or, I'm or, sure or, or has, or has, or has promised to it because people, what people might not know, you know, when, a, a, when they do this, they usually film 
the first the pilot episode or whatever you want to call it the right. test screenings and whatnot so that means that they you know because because you could technically have a deal with disney but they'll still let you sell your work to other studios as long as they have first they call it first looks so they get first dibs on anything you're doing so you have all the rights you have all the 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 videos you have all the stuff so they showed it off so i mean i mean we'll I'll watch it on AMC. I will. Now, this next trailer, I have a few trailers mixed in this week. The trailer for Genie is amazing. I didn't think I was going to like it. I didn't like the concept. So, Genie, this is this actually kind of makes me mad because the main character is not even top billing. His name is Papa Asiju. Um, and he's from the he's from England. So it stars him as a dad, and then Melissa McCarthy, and then there's Alan Cumming, Luis Guzman. Um, there's a lot of people in it. The big thing to know is is that basically Papa Asidu plays a guy named Bernard Bernard Bottle, who he just is having a bad day. Something I can't he 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 misses something because of work. He, his wife leaves him, takes the kid with him. He gets fired from his job, and he comes home, and he starts cleaning this tea kettle. He's from the U.K., lives in the United States. And out comes uh, Melissa McCarthy as the genie. It's hilarious. It looks super funny. It's not very hijinky. It, it, I like it because in the very end of the trailer, Tim's going to like this, is he, he's like, you're not a genie. And she's like, try me. He goes, oh, I want a camel in my kitchen. And all of a sudden, a camel shows up. And he's like, did I waste my wish? He goes, that's the thing. We don't, that, that three wish thing's a lie. You get unlimited wishes. And <laughs> it just, it, it it's a comedy, but you also get the feeling like he's treating her like a human. So she really enjoys it. And she gets teared up in one of the parts saying, you know, I'm never going to forget you treating me like this kind of thing. But it looks funny. I'm going to watch it. Um but luckily for me, the next one, I don't have to do anything with because it comes to Paramount Plus on November 22nd. I'll be watching it on Thanksgiving is Good Burger 2. And it looks phenomenal. Tim probably didn't watch it, but the premise for this trailer is, is Keenan and Kel are still friends. Kel still works at Good Burger. Keenan needs a job. They hire him. And then... They open a new store, and what it turns out is they created robots, AI, out of Kel's likeness. And so they're trying to fight big corporate greed, and it just it looks really funny. I like it. We were just talking about this. The guy from Hanging In With Mr. Cooper, I can't remember his name, he was in uh, Good Burger as well. I loved him. I can't remember his name. He was a comedian, and he was was it Mark something? I think. Uh, yeah. He played basketball too, didn't he? Mark Curry. Mark Curry. There you go. That was my... Isn't Steph it Curry's dad? No. <laughs> yeah, you wish. Um, right. the next one. This one was weird. Um, so I didn't know Tommy Lee Jones was still acting. Um, the trailer, the other one I watched was called, um, finest kind. Um, and I saw it on a YouTube trailer. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to watch the rest of it. And so I went and found the real trailer 
And basically, Tommy Lee Jones plays Ben Foster's dad, and Ben Foster has two brothers. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, I need you to take my boat out. And uh, they take the boat out, and they're having fun. And he's like, I'm going to teach you how to fish real. We're going to go to Canada waters. Well, they catch a bunch of fish. They get the boat impounded for illegally fishing. And he has to make money. And basically, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is mad at him and says, you know, uh, I knew you'd screw this up. He's like, you raised me. And it also has Jenna Ortega, who plays this girl that gets him involved in a drug deal. And it's just all about this drug running craziness. And that one's going to be on Paramount Plus December 15th. And for me, do you feel like Paramount Plus is starting to come up on the movie releases now? Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. they got they got so much more content coming when everyone else is cutting content. Right, exactly. Well, I wonder if they... Well, how would it Because the stuff is already... I mean, it's coming out, so it means it was already pretty much done before the striker, you know, all, just needed a little bit more stuff. So... I wonder if it was, hey, big push for, you know, the holiday season, and here we go. Yeah, I mean, I do know that um, there's a lot of stuff coming out that's kind of like, uh, how would it, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think, they basically have these films on like we know they'll do good it's not a christmas movie but it's like a it it could be harrowing but when it's got family involved they feel like it plays well during the holidays so i think a december 15th release date works perfect and technically they can monitor the numbers and go hey we'll go ahead and throw it out to theaters because i'm sure they got film of it so they can make it work too because i know a lot of people so for those that don't know in order to be considered for the oscars you have to actually have it shown. I think it's like a minimum of 20 theaters in the main big cities. And it has to have, it's something like that. Maybe it's 200 theaters. I can't remember. But a lot of times they'll, they'll quietly release them in the theaters and they do get credit because everyone who votes on them don't watch them in theater. They watch them at home because they give them a screener and they don't have to do anything. So, um, yeah. Next, we have The Ones Who Live is scheduled to premiere in February 2024 on AMC and AMC+. Plus. That is the um, Rick Grimes, Michonne spinoff from The Walking Dead. Um, I am kind of excited for that one because everyone's been bashing how they handled the finale of The Walking Dead. And Titus, who's been on the podcast before, was like, they should have edited it three seasons before they actually did because it just went off the rails. And I'm like, well, you know, you never know. They maybe have a plan. And I already know the plan changed like seven times with what they were going to do with the spinoff because um, what's his face that played Rick Grimes was in a contract dispute. And he said, you know, I want out of this. So they said, okay, well, if you give us two movies, we'll go ahead and we'll eliminate your TV contract and then they couldn't come to an agreement after that was agreed upon. So now they're doing this new spinoff. So Andrew Lincoln, that's who it is. So I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping it's good, but you never know. I'm trying to figure out this one. Um, 
I didn't see this one, but we have Christmas with Walt Disney is coming soon to Disney Plus. Isn't it like um I'm trying to think? What is that? Is that like it's it's a film crew of a Walt Disney Family Museum featuring um, home movies of the Disney Family Holiday Time, along with sequences from Disney Christmas cartoons and television shows. So it was a um, Don Hahn did it for a um, D23 event. And now I think it is just. um, Coming to Disney Disney Plus because it was done. like in 2009, I want to say. Really? Oh, did my computer just so, freeze? No, you're still here. No, I know. Um, oh, but I, I think it, so. It, it was was it supposed to be like a wonderful world of Disney type of thing? Then no, it's just um, uh, what does it say? A 51 minute documentary that was made specifically for the family Disney Family Museum. Oh, so it's just sequences of of. Um, I think Disney cartoons along with um, the like Disney family stuff. Uh, on on the Christmas season because Walt loved Christmas. Yep. So that's kind of what it was. And yeah, it was debuted November 27th of 2009. Hmm. Okay. So um, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's weird how they do it. It's one of those things like, oh, wait, is this new? And I think I've heard of it before, but it's something that they've, you either had to see it somewhere or had a limited run at, you know, the Disney family museum or now mm-hmm. since they have Disney plus, Hey, guess what? Now they could throw it up on there. Now everyone can see it. Cause I don't know what the affiliation, cause I know when we went to the Disney family museum, they make it very clear that they're, they have no ties to the Disney corporation itself. Like they're yes. very, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's specifically about, the Disney family. Now, yes, it has ties to, you know, Disneyland, Disney World, you know, all of that, the corporation side of it, because it wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. But it's primarily focused on the life and history of of Walt and the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one that we talked about last week, Dashing Through the Snow. So I know that one we've already talked about. That's the one with Ludacris. Uh, and uh, what's his face, Lil Ray? Um, yeah, we talked about that last week. Um, well, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, yeah. Uh, Disney original movie, The Naughty Nine trailer released. I didn't watch it because I was like, eh, it basically all it's about is nine kids are going after Santa for being on the naughty nice, the naughty list. So, okay. Um, now here comes the delay section first we got disney is delaying pixar's elio over a year um and then disney delays searchlight pictures magazine dreams which that one has no it's completely removed from the docket there's, there's no tentative timeline there's no info there's like it's literally as like off the record as possible it does have um What's his name? Those just King the Conqueror. Mm. Uh, he's tied to it, and that was the main reason. Jonathan Majors was tied to it, and he has that case coming against him. So the rumor is, is they're going to wait and see how the case plays out. 
before they put it back on the docket because I don't think they have anything really done with that film yet. So it's one of those things where it's easy. But the Elio one, they've been talking about for probably the last, what, three years? Um, yeah. Well, it's like anything with Disney Pixar. They always yeah. um, push it early yep. uh, on it or at least give you a glimpse of it because with anything, it's you know animated so you could basically make a trailer at any time you know first thing you could do is make a trailer and then fill it in from that yeah so um yep yeah so well, well and, and you gotta remember too is a lot of the disney's stuff that's come from pixar as of recent or just whether it's pixar well i guess it's Dis- disney animated pixar i think they're together as one now yes um that haven't done that well in the box offices so no and it's not like one or two it's been like the last like five so and i did i do think we did um uh article about how i believe the pixar people are blaming um are blaming the disney animation people because they don't know how to they don't have a work ethic or something like that it's something very personal so um hopefully they get it figured out and you know we can get it released because it, it right. looks decent. and the thing that sinks is is all of these movies you know whether it's pixar disney or whichever is not cheap to make even if you try to do it on the cheap it's still expensive so you got to make sure it does does well yeah no um next uh so the black phone flown sequel it gets a 2025 release date which is Pretty awesome. Um, we did get the release date for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny for Disney Plus and physical release dates. All of those. Um, what are those dates, Tim? Um, I don't know. Well, search that while I talk about this. This one is insane. So, the Daredevil Born Again series has added the Moon Knight and Loki directors in a creative overhaul. So they fired basically everyone. Everyone seems to believe that basically whatever happened was not good and that there probably was footage already filmed and they watched it and were like, yeah, no, that's that we're not going to use this. So that's devastating, but also makes me happy because they're kind of, um, I don't know. It makes me believe that they're going to try and do right by, um, you know, us, you know, the consumer and not try. Cause I know a lot of people were mad when they were like, Oh, well, they're not gonna, um, what do they say? Why can't they just make it like the, the Netflix one? I go, because they don't have any of the same people working on it and they're making it a Disney show. So, you know, not everything is going to be the way you want it to be. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Uh, so did you get those dates, Tim? Yeah, so it's December 1st for Disney Plus on that. And the same day, Disney Plus will use the documentary called Timeless Heroes, Indiana Jones, and Harrison Ford. So that's pretty cool. And then um, the 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray DVD, December 5th. Is that a Tuesday? Do um, they still do that? Do they still do Tuesday yeah, releases? it's Tuesday. Yep, it's Tuesday. The 5th is a Tuesday. The first is a Friday, but they usually release it, you know, either Thursday or Friday so that we could yeah. do it, you know, watch it through the weekend. 
Well, I'm excited to see it on my home screen because I was not going to buy that because, um, yeah, I uh, I wasn't going to pay money for it. And if I'm paying for a new um, a, uh, a, my service, I'm going to get my money's worth. So I'll make sure I save it for that. Um, now, 2023. So this one was was interesting. So they came out and they've been talking a lot about the 2023 Doctor Who holiday special. And the biggest thing that I got out of them talking about it was the fact that we are not, um, we're getting a holiday special called The Church on Ruby Road. It's going to come out on December 25th for Disney+. Plus, But also they revealed that they're going to reset the entire timeline. So... I don't know what that means. Um, I'll have to, we'll have to have Mr. Stranger on one time to talk about Doctor Who because I don't understand how they're claiming they're going to reset the entire timeline. Like, or is it going to be like a whole new, like, not connected? Because these other doctors are connected, and so I don't know. But it is crazy we're going to get one this this winter because I know they're also. Um, I guess that was a big thing back in the day. They used to do Doctor Who holiday specials on BBC, so. It's kind of, you know, a big thing. Um, right. Now we've got just there's so many trailers. This is crazy. So we got a trailer for um, the new Echo series that's coming out. It is going to be released on Disney Plus and Hulu simultaneously. Um, uh, and then they're also going to they did a thing where they were like, Hey, you need to make sure you have TVMA selected because this is going to be the first MA thing. Now, I get it. They're testing the format. I have a feeling our theory is coming closer to fruition of them having um, Hulu basically merge into Disney+. Plus. I think they're almost certain it's almost here. Um, but they're going to have Deadpool 3 on Disney+. Plus. And the rumored, um, there's another movie rumored to be coming out, Blade. Blade is going to be rated R as well. So um, the trailer is crazy. Um, Kingpin, you know, Mr. Fisk, uh, he actually, it's it's insane. They show basically how they meet. And it's going to focus on Maya Lopez and Kingpin is what the focus is going to be. And like I said, it is going to debut on both Hulu and Disney Plus. Um, I didn't think this would be the show that they were going to do because the rumor I heard was that they were going to do um, all of them at once, like Netflix for this show. So I don't know if they did reshoots or what, but they're not doing that anymore. So it's kind of a positive, I guess. I really liked her character. Everything I've seen so far looks really good from the trailer. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like there's just so much out there. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's going to be different or interesting. Um, this, okay. So, Tim, after we're done, you need to watch this trailer. Because I know you didn't watch it. We got a trailer for Wonderful Knife. And basically, do you want to know what Wonderful Knife is about? 
Wonderful Knife is about a lady who there's a serial killer in her town and it's Christmas time when he comes around and the serial killer attacks her friend, I think it is. And she ends up killing the serial killer who ends up being like the town mayor played by Justin Long. The very next year, she's upset. Like she just, she hates the holidays because everything that happened and nobody cares that she saved the whole town kind of thing. And she says, I wish I, w- I didn't exist. So it's a, it's a wonderful life take with a serial killer involved. Wow. Yeah. And so she knows who the serial killer is, but no one knows who she is. It's, it looks funny. It, along the lines of that Thanksgiving movie that you and I are still wondering what it's really about. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Side note, um, I did see that Blood and Honey is on Peacock. So if you want to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, it's on there. Um, next, we got a tra- trailer for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, um, which it teases the clash between Caesar's son and an ape tyrant. Um, you see that humans are like animals in this now. Um, they've taken over and it's very, I don't, they didn't see many humans in it. So I don't know how they're going to play it. It might just be CGI monkeys in it for now on. Um, they do treat the, it legitimately reminds me of the videos you see like in Thailand when the small monkeys come up and they grab food from people. That's what the monkeys are doing in this one. One of the orangutans is throwing snacks to a small child in a bush kind of thing. So it's different. I wasn't really huge fan of them but you know i did you know i did think that there were decent enough movies you know with james franco gone now we don't have to worry about him right um next we have the first trailer for it's called shogun and basically it's it's a period drama it's set. Let me see. Make sure it's when it's set. I right, so the premiere. Well, this one's going to premiere on Hulu and FX. It has my favorite uh, character in there, which is um, Hiroki Sanada. He plays Yo- Lord Yoshi Toranaga. Um, you'll know him. He was in the uh, what you call it, um, Mortal Kombat movies. Um, I already, it's a 2024 TV series. I didn't realize it was a TV series. That's crazy. So the premise is it, it follows the collision of two ambitious men from different worlds and a mysterious female samurai. Uh, John Blackthorne, a risk-taking English sailor who ends up shipwrecked in Japan, a land whose unfamiliar culture will ultimately redefine him. Lord Toranaga, a shrewd, powerful daimo, at odds with his own dangerous political rivals and Lady Mariko, a woman with invaluable skills but dishonorable family ties who must prove her value and allegiance. It is gory. Um, you see, they use that cool... You know how they do that like on cable shows? So you can show a lot of stuff on cable like Bravo and AMC, but they do it kind of tastefully like they'll slit someone's throat and you'd see kind of blood splash on the walls, whatever. This is the kind right. of stuff they're doing in this, so... Um, I like anything samurai, so I will be watching it. Um, we also did get the news, which I think it's weird that they're announcing new shows and continuation to stuff, because how do you know when that stuff's going to come back? Like, why are you even announcing it? I, I don't, I don't know. 
Um, but the bear is getting coming back with a season three, which is great. And here's the sad one. After 34 years, the running gag of Homer strangling Bart will no longer make an appearance on Simpsons after Homer said, I don't do that anymore to Marge in the last episode. So it was fun while it lasted. Um, it was pretty bad when you think about it. <laughs> like he was strangling his kid. Like it wasn't, it wasn't him grabbing his shoulders and shaking him as a small child. It was choking because he was not being able to breathe. So, right. Well, and it's been going on for what it say, thirty four years. So, thirty four years I is mean, a good run. There, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Bart should be an adult by now. Um, <laughs> we had another delay from Max. Um, the prequel series to the it. Uh, Welcome to Dairy is being uh, delayed to 2025. So this right here makes me think that everyone has stuff lined up. They're waiting. They're willing to wait until the beginning of next year to to have another deal. I guarantee it. Because all this stuff is still getting released up until January of next year. The movie that the wife wants to watch, The Beekeeper, it's it's slated to come out January of next year with no delays. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, this one is important for two reasons. Tim won't know one of them, but so Superman and Lois is going to end with season four on the CW. The importance behind this is now there are no more superhero shows on, uh, television as of right now, regular TV, but this also ends, this is the end of the deal with, of, uh, CW and DC. So DC does not have to produce or any of that kind of stuff, any new content for CW. So I don't know if that was like their goal to get stuff back. Maybe they're going to put stuff on Max. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Terrifier 3 has secured a 2024 wide release. Art of the Clown is returning to theaters October 25th, 2024. That is the horror clown movie where basically he's got a super creepy face and he goes around killing people. Um, right. What was the other one I saw? Oh, and before we move on to the CW, I almost forgot. Um, they did announce today that the CW will be the new home of WWE NXT starting next season. So CW is making moves, even though they lost, I think they lost like 80% of their programming. So, um, the Emmy Award announcements did come out. All the animated stuff was the first stuff that I heard about. But the first one was uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, Adventures nominated for five children's and family Emmys, including outstanding preschool animated series. The son, my, my son hates it. He cannot watch it. I thought it was very, very awesome. I liked it. It was cool. Um, we got a new Star Wars collection by Columbia inspired by Luke Skywalker's Rebel Pilot Suit launching in December. It does look pretty cool, but uh, it doesn't get cold enough for me to ever wear any any of it. It's like parka style, like I'm going to Aspen kind of stuff. So, eh, is right. what it is. I mean, it's Columbia, so it's, like you said, made for snow. Uh, um, Disney is officially taking full ownership of Hulu. So, we need to start taking bets now when they're going to get rid of ESPN. That's got to be on the horizon. If they're taking full ownership of Hulu, 
they're going to probably sell off some of ESPN. They have to. Because that's a yeah. big, that's a big, I mean, I think they currently own like 80%. So 20% is not that much. But if it's valued at anything close to what it probably should be, they're still going to have to fork over some money for the rest of Hulu. But they might, they might settle for stock or who knows. Right. Um, they have a launch uh, or Disney has announced the launch date for ESPN bet um, sports betting service on November 14th. Um, this bothers me because I don't know if you've seen, but all these leagues now are cracking down on everyone betting. So if I was a professional football player, I can't bet on IndyCar racing. I can't bet on anything. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you get in a slippery slope there, you know, on that. I mean, you got, you know, people that have been banned from the Hall of Fame lifetime ban for betting on sports, on their own sport or whatnot on that. So how do you control that? Right. And I am not with them, not betting on their own team who they're playing against their own sport um and you know with the talent that they have or that they've amassed they could probably call somebody on another sport hey this is so-and-so hey i gotta bet you know do this or do that type deal um yeah and that's that's the big problem i think is they, they do have influence and i do know that's why like um, I don't know if you've ever seen like when you, I looked one time when that uh, Russian guy at one of the um, Super Bowls ran on the field streaking with like his website name on him and um, they track that like when you because you get arrested, you do get arrested. They can trespass you or they can just put you in the jail in the stadium and then let you go in the end. Um, mm-hmm. But they do track those people's names and if they have any bets going your bet is null and void. So I'm sure there's ways of, you know, keeping track of, cause I think, cause that one guy, wasn't it Alabama baseball where the guy was sent telling his cousin or someone to bet a bunch of money up in Louisiana. And he's like, or it was Ohio or something. And he was betting like a, a bunch, like he was overloading all, and the coach quit team forfeited their games, all that kind of stuff. But I know that it was a big whole ordeal with that. Right. No, exactly. And you're going to you're going to get that. But the thing is, is now how far down does that trickle? Is it just the players and the coachings and the coaches? Is it the coaching staff? Is it like the equipment manager? Is it, you know, the ball boy? I mean, how far down does that go? Or is it if you're collecting a paycheck or if you're associated with it, you can't you can't do it. It's you know. it's got to be association because if you're a, a person who's testing out the toilets, you're a plumber for the stadium, and you right. overhear someone saying, "Oh, hey, you know what?" Um, or so and so's hurt, or this is Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is going to start, but they're going to have him very limited, and they're focusing on next week's game instead of this week's game, or something like that. Like you could bet early. You could even like because they don't have to give the report. They have to report daily about a person's condition, but usually the betting odds don't go down to like Thursday 
or Friday of that week. So if you know on Monday afternoon that a person's not looking likely, you could throw it in on those higher odds, and then everyone else right. is going to buy in on the lower odds. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know that they're making it very much like easier to bet, but also you have to give them permission to for a lot of info they track for to make sure you're not doing anything illegal. Because I had uh, when I was in I went to Nevada and my Barstool Sports app kicked on and said, "Hey, you're in Nevada. Let's play some bets." Yep. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, that's crazy. But I don't know if I can still, like, if I'm in Nevada and bet, do I still get the money when I come back to California? Yeah, you know? it's, through the, it's through the app. Because I did that when I was in, in Arizona. You'll get it, but then you just can't You bet. can't roll it over. Uh, you could do fantasy because that's legal everywhere, but you can't right. do, like, odds betting. Right, you can't do odds betting. You can't do pick'ems. All you can do is... And it's almost like individually based statistic type things. Yeah. And that's the thing California was pushing. Um, also, congratulations to, before I forget, to Ohio for legalizing uh, recreational marijuana. Um, you guys just made Nick Lachey one of the richest people in the world now. I don't think people know that. Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees has hundreds of acres of land waiting to plant marijuana on as soon as it became legal. He is going to be a mogul. Congratulations. Um, I thought I'd mention that. Uh, we got a first look at the Disney 100 Happy Meal toys. Uh, they don't look great. Don't like it. Well, and there's 62 of them. Yeah. So if you're going to collect them, there you go. And I'm sure they do it just like, well, now that we found out the Monopoly one was a complete scam because nobody could win the big ones because it was all an inside job. Um, but they would have... Um, like if you needed like like on the monopoly it was what park place and boardwalk were the two yep. big ones to get well one would be on the east coast and one would be on the west coast so to really get it you would have to barter crisscross yep. over whatnot which i'm sure they're going to do with these but then the thing is is okay 62 of them that's that's a lot you know normally you get like five to ten or something like that and yeah. you can go in there you don't have to buy happy meal you can go in there and buy just the toys right um, on it but then the thing is is okay you know they're probably going to be collectors because not only only disney but they're disney 100 and they're happy meal toys those most of them are collectors um anyways or some sort of collectors um but which ones are going to be the highly sought after ones? You know, are they going to do a limited run of some of them or limited, you know, whether it's a limited run, a limited edition or whatever, or is it just going to be, hey, we got 62, we're going to make, I don't know, 20,000 of each of them, and there's not going to be one that is less, right. that we made less of. The yeah. only thing that, that can happen is if there's any type of error or something happens where that drives the price up on that one. Yeah. It's either an error or not a lot got released or something happened to a particular one or group of them where they were getting shipped down the sea container and the ship sank. So there's only a limited edition of, you know, so many type deal. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool, but, not me and my buddy were talking about it and he's like 
oh, you're going to get into that? I'm like, dude, no, there's way too many of them. No, thank you. Unless there's a cool one that I like, maybe I'll go buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might, and, and that's the one thing is I know I've gone back before for the kid because he'll, you know, usually when we're going to McDonald's for him for a Happy Meal, it's like a busy week. So we'll go like two or three times that week, maybe. Or it's like two or three week times in a, like a two week span. And it, they usually have the same one like for like a month almost, it feels like. And you can go ask yeah. them, do you have a different one? Wow. Um, right. Uh, Alaska Airlines debuts a Mickey's Two Town Express airplane, and it actually looks super cool. Don't know why they're doing it, but I think it looks really awesome. Yep, no, it does. Um, Disney One Hundred, the exhibition is coming to Kansas City in May twenty twenty four. Okay, which is, I mean, which is good. They're still, still doing the Disney One Hundred, still here, except for the place that matters the most, the parks. Yeah. Um, uh, Disney Cruise Lines float in Macy's Thanksgiving Parade Day Parade getting Disney Treasure facelift. Okay. Got I'll be the looking ship on there. Yeah. Uh, former Marvel chairman Ike Perlmutter gives control of Disney shares to Nelson Peltz. So those dudes, those are the ones that were at odds until they they hated yep. they hated uh, uh, Chappick. So it looks like they've teamed up. So yep, that's and it's it's. Now Nelson Peltz has got a decent amount of shares. Oh, yeah. Um, and sadly, we had two people pass away since we talked last. Uh, first of all, um, you know, no surprise, uh, Matthew Perry passed away at age 54. Not going to speculate. not going to talk about it because there's just all these conspiracy theories out there. Um, but um, I do find it ironic that his posts were talking about him being Matman. And one of his friends said he did have a obsession with Batman. And the other um, person who passed away was uh, Batman, anima- uh, the animated series voice actor and everyone's favorite bull from Night Court. Um, Richard Mole passed away at the age of 80, uh, leaving behind only uh, two people from that cast, uh, John Larroquette and um, the gentleman who played the court clerk. Um are the only ones left from the cast of Night Court. Uh, the new show was pretty decent. I watched it. I actually enjoyed it, and they explained him passing it and whatnot. But um, RIP to them. Um, I know Matthew Perry already had his funeral and everything, um, and uh, all the Friends cast was there, so that was good to see him. And um, I thought it was crazy. Like uh, The craziest story I saw about him was that uh, him and Gwyneth Paltrow dated when they were like in their like 16, 17 years old. That's crazy, That's right? Crazy, right. Well, and it's one of those things that you, you know, you forget or you don't think about. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. And back then they were could have been nobodies. Well, the thing is, though, is that like Gwyneth Paltrow's family's her parents were famous. And I believe um, Matthew Perry's parents were well off as well. So right. it makes sense I mean, they would go I don't to somewhere mean like nobody, that. But you know, they're you know they weren't younger, a household name, and, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, they became more of a household name when they were older. Yeah. Um now we are going on to our gaming pile, which uh, here is the one that this is a stab in the back. This is uh I don't know. 
it's crazy. Disney Dreamlight Valley has canceled their free-to-play plans and announced a pricing ahead of December launch. That is huge. No bueno. Because everyone that was waiting for it could have been playing it this whole time. Yep. Now you're behind. Quite behind. It takes forever to do everything in that game. I had that game on my Switch. It's it's addictive. I had to stop it. I prefer playing um, MLB The Show now, which I'll be taking that with me to Arizona when I go to Arizona later this month. But um, So now, so the Disney Dreamlight, it's free to play right now? No. No, it was the same okay. as Speedstorm. Okay, same so exact okay. concept as Speedstorm. You had to pay. Okay, so you had to, okay, you yep. had to buy it. You had to buy it, and what it did was, is when you bought it, it included your. It was like beta, same exact thing as, as Speedstorm. And yeah. basically, what you would do is, is you got the content, same exact way, with, but with the content, you'd get stories. So it would say, oh, you know, you do this, do that, do this, do that. Right. Um, but that's crazy. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, this is insane. That's, but that'll be, yeah, that'll that's that's interesting, especially with the success of Speedstorm that they've had. Seriously, seriously, because because I think what they realized is they probably with Speedstorm saw a very small uptick in new people joining the game, and what probably happened is people probably took the opportunity to try and play it, didn't like it, and, and guess what, you're yeah. done with it. Whereas you have to buy it, you know, the days of taking your stuff back to GameStop and getting a little bit of money back for it or waiting until it was used don't happen anymore. So, yeah. um, but what I was more shocked by was the fact that a D23 Expo Disney uh, Lorcana Elsa promo card sold for over $7,000. Yep. And I mean, it was it was graded. I think it was uh, Jim Mint 10, if I remember and yeah and that's the any of the d23 promo cards um they're, are, they were like a minimum like a thousand dollars each i think yeah and they're highly sought after just because they were they were so limited and you could only get them um at d23 is when they were handing them out it was, yep. it was they were promo cards for the new game hey come here check this out which is crazy to me is I wonder how much they pay to get it graded because if they already had it back and graded, it normally takes like six months to get those things graded if you just pay the basic amount. Yes, but so you they could probably expedite it. You could go to shows and they'll have oh. graders there. Yeah, but would it be a PSA? That's the PSA guys there, either PSA or Beckett. Which I heard so, Beckett's not as doing great, so yeah, no, Beckett isn't, and I heard it's harder to get tens from Beckett. I think, yes. or there's one of them, um, and if somebody got a, what is it? They they did it. They got like a ten on Beckett and sent it to PSA, and it went down, or vice versa. No, it was it vice was, versa. They got one back. It was an eight point five, I think, or a nine. From yeah. they sent it to PSA and PSA calls it a gem mint 10. And I was right. like, that who's doing the grading? Because for those that don't know, PSA works with eBay. So mm-hmm. that gives you an idea about it. Because the people for those that don't know either, if let's say for instance I had a rare pair of Jordans, I could security 
securely send it to eBay. They can authenticate them because that's what you have to do with merchandise with that now. It actually goes to an eBay authenticator. They store yep. it for the sale, and then when the sale goes through and the money is delivered, they ship it off for you, and they take a pretty hefty fee. That's why, if you've yep. noticed, the shipping costs on everything has gone up by like 45 50% because because they don't get, you don't get taxed on, and they don't collect payment on the shipping like price. Shipping, yep. So, um, I just thought it was crazy. I'm like, yeah, Beckett is not great, but uh, Gen Mint 10 for one of those cards, um, especially promo cards, is hard. Because I saw one where the dude had like, um, he opened a original pack of Pokemon cards. He got a 6.5 on one of the cards because it was offset. Where mm-hmm. the new cards now, I saw one where they got partial cards. It was they cut it wrong in the run, and the whole pack had two cards on each one. And that one, there was a, it was the card itself was a gem mint 10. And because of the, it was some weird thing. Cause I guess you could select the option when you send it to PSA. I don't know about Beckett, but PSA, you could send it for special circumstances because of the rarity and they won't. So normally they would say knock off probably like three points for it not being lined up or cut correctly. But if you have multiple stuff and you have both cards, you could do almost a booklet of, look, these cards all connect together in the cut process. I don't know how you do it, but, I mean, the card game's insane. And right. like you see, they and it just revealed the rise of the Floodborne cards. They're yeah. literally creating Magic the Gathering stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And you could do pre-orders. I already pre-ordered mine on that for chapter two and i know a lot of um stuff is dropping right now um as far as the restock the restocks yep um right now and i've been seeing a lot of stuff just blowing up with booster packs and whatnot um on that so um you just hope they don't you just hope they don't pull uh a pokemon where as soon as the market started coming back, they're making a new, they're making a new version of, of the Sword and Shield on Pokemon cards. Like every three weeks, every four weeks, is a new version that's coming out just to sell more cards. Right, but is it? Do you know that it's a, a the newer one, or is it the same as the? Uh, is there a distinction between the two? Different chase cards. They'll put new they'll put new chase cards in it. So the reflector series. So similar to the Lorcana, they'll probably have a featured group of the chase cards. The other cards will probably be close to the same. And then the new characters that are on the holographic or reverse hollow or full art stuff is gonna be different. And that's what people are chasing. Yeah, but like you said, when they when they drop the new cards, um is it so you have the same cards in both sets, correct? Yep. Just the chase okay. cards are different. So on those same cards, the new set on the older set, is there a differentiation between the old set and the new set on those same exact cards? Like, can you tell, oh, that's from the old set. If you put them both next to each other, is there a tell um, from the old set to the new set? Because in I Lacarno, believe, they said so. there's not going to be a tell between the old sets and the new sets. They're just going to reprint them. And I guess on the promo events too, like the D23 one that they just had at the bottom in the middle of the card, it says D23. 
And I guess that any cards that they release at promos or have at promos, they're not going to have that on the bottom. So they're making it. Um, so the card collectors, it's harder for them to get. Yeah. And that they can't take advantage of the people that want to play it, even though, hey, I got this card at D23. It's like, hey, that's a thousand dollar card, but you're just playing with it. It's like, well, yeah, because this it's the whatever card that it is. You know, I'm using it for the game. I'm not right. using it for the collector aspect of it. And they're trying to take that out of it, which I mean I get. Um honest, the only, so there's the only, be... the only difference in Pokemon is like I'm gonna show Tim a couple cards. So if you look at the bottom of this card, on the very bottom, you see those two stars? On the very, very bottom right there, there's two stars. Uh, so, sure. So if you look right next to, it tells you it's 220, 225 out of 197. So yeah. the North deck has 197 cards and there's two stars. So it tells you the rarity of it. So if you get a booklet for, for um, one of the packs, it'll tell you, like, okay, that's two solid stars, two solid stars, you know. This yeah, but one, I mean, that's, I mean, not necessarily the, the rarity of it, but on the, like, say the, like you said, they did reprints of them or they're always coming out with new ones. Yeah, on no, the no, 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 versus so, the new set. So, so with Pokemon, here's the thing. So if I get, so the, the, the pack that I have here, it came from um, Obsidian Flames. From the Scarlet and Violet series. Uh -huh. So when you open them up, like you said, there is going to be some possible deviations on which Pokemon come total. But a lot of the cards are going to be generic and the same as everything else. Right. Um, this one is well known, I believe, for having a lot more um, hollows and reverse hollows. But what they do do that's different is, let's say, for instance, the chase card is... Uh, Tyranitar and he it's the napping one if you get that card and then all of a sudden you go buy a scarlet and violet but a different brand or the different different uh like forbidden whatever what the other one is uh -huh. it won't have that card in it so the chase cards are only in so they can reprint a Sidian flames as many times as you want that chase card can be in there but what they do is is when they go to a different set, that's not available. So if it's so like with the Lorcana ones, the base pro set they had, if they have a certain one that's like a reverse or a full art, that one will not appear in Floodborne because they're rise of the Floodborne. Because rise of the Floodborne, they're going to have new full arts, new custom yeah, ones. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a new, a new, a new chapter. But right. they're reprinting the first chapter. The right, correct, and that's well, that's the problem is, is that usually they don't reprint the first chapter for a while like it's it's you know what i mean right or on the reprints there'll be some differentiation on it to tell that it is a reprint or on these they're saying that you will not know if it's an original one um or a reprint of it that's what i was saying with the pokemon is when they did like you said they keep releasing them if you bought a pack when it first came out versus a re-released one can yes. you tell if you hold two of them to the exact same cards together can you tell, oh, this is from the original, this is from, like, a reprint? Yeah, I think um, up until a certain point you can tell because of, okay. they have slight differences. So um, I believe 
there is a certain marking on the bottom when you go with the OG packs to the reprint that came out. I believe it was last year they did one that you could have gotten the Charizard that everyone wanted. Um, but that one you can do, there is a distinction. I watched a card guy show it and it was, it's like a small mark because there is dates on them too. So that does help because, you know, I believe on the bottom. Yeah. So like this one says 2023 on the bottom. So you can tell certain ones. That's crazy that they got dates on them. Yeah. Cause it's, well, it's licensing. So they have to prove, you know, it's like, we talked about that one time that that uh, was it uh, Donruss or Panini put out those cards without the approval of the NFL with the helmet logos on them. And those are going to be worth a god awful amount of money because the stores are probably going to be told not to sell them and people are going to get those and they're going to have a year on them. So you're going to know, OK, there wasn't license this year, so I don't know how they got it kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we'll see if another card goes for seven thousand dollars. I'm gonna have to start investing in those cards even more, instead of yeah, instead well, of investing good, in this. Good luck on getting that. Um, because they're gonna go absolutely crazy. Well, oh, the yeah. only so all of the cards that are going for thousands of dollars, you're not gonna find those on. Well, you you'd have to buy it for 7000 and sit on it and that's not, not smart not really it's all of the d23 promo cards are going for stupid money right now even some enchanted ones may go for a couple hundred bucks yeah but when you pay let's say um what is it booster packs just came out i saw a place in fresno just got stocked today and they were selling it for uh 200 dollars um, which is nice because they didn't jack up the price um, on, on that. So say you pull one card out of there that's worth $200. Okay, you made, you made your money back, but that's probably going to be the most expensive card or one of the most expensive ones that you're going to pull out of that box. But these ones that are going for thousands of dollars are the D23 ones, and everyone knows that. So for you to get one, and then you're not going to get one and to flip around and turn it. Um, the only way you'll maybe do that is if you get one that's ungraded and then grade it. Uh, so it's one and, of those things. It's not cheap. For those things, you're going to get rich quick. I think it's a minimum of $70 for grading. And, and it depends on how many you do. And it's mm-hmm. per card. So you say you do one at 70 bucks. that you do, I don't know, 10. It's, you know. 50 bucks but that's per card so it all depends right i think i think you can and you can do i think you can do a thing where they do like a package deal like if i think it's like five cards they'll knock it down and it won't be 250 it'd be like 200 but that's the base base like some of them like if you want like specific like the type of packaging or the type of label even they charge more for it and they even tell you be prepared for six months, and they'll contact yeah. you. If they have to do anything to charge you more. Yep, exactly. And that's the other thing is, is especially during COVID, there was times they weren't even accepting. I know PSA wasn't even accepting cars because they were so far behind because stuff was going for ridiculous amounts. And people are like, oh, I got that card. Oh, if it's graded, it's worth this much. Oh, this looks like at least a five or six and seeing how much it was selling for. So that everyone was throwing cards in there, and they finally said, nope we're not taking any more or it's a lottery type system to get your to get your card in and like you said then it's six months to a year on that and hopefully you got to send it in unless you go you know 
you hand it to them somewhere like at a card show or whatnot, yep. um, which I think most everyone is doing because then it's handed to a person and not um, UPS, FedEx, USPS, whatever yep. it is, where anything could happen. Um, on that's that. always scared me, man. That's always scared me because the because you could insure them, but it's like I want to say it's like two hundred, three hundred dollars just it's, to insure it when you ship it. Yep, exactly. And then you got to you got to have all the paperwork and everything like to the T on it, because, of course, they don't want to pay you or it's always going to be somebody else's fault on it, you know, like like anything. So but it'll be. I guess back to bring it full circle, it'll be interesting to see. Um, which I mean, I'm glad that they revealed the cards and then mm-hmm. which ones will be the ones that'll chase that'll cards. take off and which ones will be the next kind of d23 ones that they're gonna do which it sounds like they're probably not going to but i'm sure they will yeah well we'll see we'll see what happens with it because i know um there's a a lot of a lot of people out there that want to take advantage of this and i don't know if it's gonna i don't know well, we spent a lot of time on that, so we're going to rapid fire because I need to talk about the campaign real quick. But uh, Dizzy Dreamlight Valley multiplayer and Jack Skeleton coming with December update, more expansion information release, album available. Um, so I did they they did do a thing where it's going to be almost like Farmville. We could visit each other's islands kind of thing. So that's, that's kind of cool. It's basically, um, you know, that's what you're doing is going to. Because is the Dreamlight Valley, that's kind of like where you make your own Disneyland, quote unquote, type deal. So you build the houses of all the characters and you have missions to unlock new lands and you have to basically harvest certain things. So, you know, um, you plant plants with the seeds and then you you do it. And then if you complete the missions like Mickey needs 10 carrots and this to, you know, make this happen and do whatever. Okay. Yeah. So then how how do you do multiplayer? Like I come help you, you come help me type deal. And you just... Yeah. It just, you know, in three stuff, you faster. Could, probably can even have a thing like they did for. Um, um, or like you said, if I'm not playing, say I'm at work and you're not, you're off. You could do yours and then come and do something on mine and then vice versa. And usually they limit what you can do. And a lot of times, too, they do offer a thing where you could trade almost like Pokemon, I'm assuming. So probably mm. if you're with someone and you're playing it, you'd be like, hey. I'll trade you this for that kind of thing, like a bartering system. So they're probably going next level because they're going to be able to visit people's islands and all that kind of stuff. Um, Lightning McQueen is now in Rocket League, which I never saw that happening because Rocket League has a deal with uh, Fortnite. And now Lightning McQueen's in this. What would you do? Because we get Star Wars in Fortnite. But that's kind of a different IP. I wonder if we could ever get like Mickey Mouse something there. I don't know. I don't think they'd let Mickey Mouse shoot a gun, though. I would say that's the other thing. You got to look at what the image is for what the character will be doing in it. Where, you know, like you said, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, all those guys. Yeah, they shoot guns. Han Solo, you know, shoot guns and all of that. Where what Disney character shoots guns? OG Disney character, you know, not like Star Wars or Marvel um, or anything like that. Yes, Gaston, the bad guy from Tarzan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be all like you said, villains basically. The villains on it. 
I could do a Disney villain. That'd be fun. Well, I hopefully they make a Disney villains park in my lifetime. That'd be nice. That would be cool. Um, Mountain Dew's Game Fuel brand from 2007 is returning with the original citrus cherry flavor that debuted alongside Halo 3, as well as new Mystic Punch flavor in partnership with Diablo 4. I still have the promo pack I got sent from Monster when Monster did their soda, soda, and you push a button and it lights up behind it. So it has the two sodas in there. It looks like it's in a cage. So I love when they do this and bring it back. I will be buying it because Game Fuel was amazing. Um, it was basically like an energy drink. Yeah. And it was delicious. And they did. Then I thought they had the breakfast one up until a couple of years ago. I believe so. It was like an orange juice flavored one, I thought. So. Yeah, because I remember seeing that in stores. Yeah. Lastly, on the normal stuff, Fortnite just had its biggest day ever thanks to Fortnite OG with over 44.7 million players jumping into the game and playing for a combined total of 102 million hours. Here's the thing. The Battle Pass only has a month. So this has nothing to do with how popular the game is. It's the fact that every time the game drops the first couple days, it's packed. but uh this one only has a month there's three more weeks it resets on um i think like december 2nd i think it resets so now when you say it resets og fortnite will be no longer and it'll be something else um no the battle pass will reset they don't they haven't said if it's going to be owed like i have a feeling what they're going to do is they're going to um take og settings and put it on the new map so what they're doing is they're reintroducing old locations to bring people back in and then they'll do a brand new map with things modernized because a lot of the stuff that you'll see in there has been um updated so like rock uh rickety reels is rocky reels like they've the names are somewhat somewhat tilted towers you know everything is kind of been upgraded and looks more modern so right. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Right. Oh, and just for uh, 102 million hours and years is 11,643 years. Wow. So there you go. But like you and, said, it makes sense. And you knew you were going to get with the OG coming out. You know you're going to get a big influx of people playing it, whether it be for a day, a weekend, a week, whatever it is. But then you put on top of it that the battle passes only a month long well then everyone's going to really grind to to finish that yeah because i think the um the when i did it it was when i started what was it it was the first season they did the marvel characters that's why i have the original thor that you can't get anymore from the battle pass and um I quit playing because kids were saying they were going to kill me and stuff. So in real life, they're going to find your address and I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, this is toxic. So, um, yeah, uh, I was after all this, you know, I wasn't an original player of it, but I've seen the videos. I've watched people play it before and it's pretty awesome. Um, next. My review of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 campaign. Um, I already spoiled it for Tim. I'm not going to spoil what happens in it. What I'm going to say is I feel like 
Tim has played some of it, and I feel like they're pushing the cinematics so hard. Like, the missions are not long at all. They're very short missions. Um, they're more open world. Like, there's one mission where you're playing as Faro, as Faro's back, um, and you're wandering around this yard area trying to find these missiles. And they're marked on the map, but it's very much like Legend of Zelda-esque where you don't have access to your map fully until you've crossed an area. So what they also do now, which is new, you do get plates. You can't pick up vests like you can in DMZ. Um, if you do die in the campaign and you've picked up so many different kinds of weapons, you if you've had them on you on you and used them, they are an option to reload directly with those weapons and not with the base weapon pack, which is kind of cool. Um, but it felt like they were just trying to push. It's it's going to be all about Warzone. That's what it to me that I would I, if I wasn't getting all the stuff you get for a bonus for playing on Warzone or multiplayer, I wouldn't have bought it because it wasn't worth the campaign in the slightest. Um, I do have a feeling they're going to bring in some good co-op modes. Um, hopefully, um, and it's no spoiler, but you did get to go back to Verdansk for, um, part of this for two missions in it, I believe it is, but it was just a weird thing. And everyone is review bombing the wrong modern warfare theory. They're review bombing the one from 2011. This is 2023. Um, and I don't like how they left it open-ended because it's always been a tradition in call of duty even if someone looks like they're dead, they might not be dead, but don't ever just left leave it so open ended where it's like, well, where are they where are they going from here? Because that was the excitement. I'll never forget um, being so excited for Advanced Warfare. That game was garbage, and I hated it. But I thought, you know, what I mean, like, oh, we just finished this one. I wonder if they're going to do the same because it was. I think it went Modern Warfare, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 2. Like, the order of it was weird. They never did it like they're doing now where it's Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. They've switched right. it up. It wasn't sequential. It wasn't sequential. It was, you had to try and figure out what it was. So, yeah, uh, it was Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 3, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, World at War, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Modern Warfare 3. Black Ops 3, Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, Infinite War, World War 2. Yeah, it's, it was almost like every other year. It yep. was, it skipped and then it, and now we're Inf back again. Infinite War, was, three. Infinite War was fun because they got rid of the exoskeleton or they changed the exoskeleton a little bit. Because I, I remember distinctly you and I playing online and after we played Advanced Warfare, we were like, I don't know about this. I don't like these armored suits. It doesn't feel like Call of Duty anymore. And then we're like, you know what? We'll try Infinite War. And it was the same thing. The suits were a little bit different. But I can remember the big thing we had a problem with was these dudes, if you played it long enough, they're wall running and doing all this crazy stuff. And it was like, this is not fun anymore. It's not fighting with guns. It's it's what eventually became Apex Legends is what it is. So, yeah. Um, I we we'll give you a better review. Um, Tim and I are happy that Plunder is dropping day one of Warzone, whichever that whenever that happens. Um, so that's going to be fun. Um, but we will probably do some multiplayer to have some fun with that. And um, 
I, I, I'm always going to love Call of Duty because it was, you know, a way for me to stay in touch with friends, make new friends, learn new racist terms, which I don't don't use, but it's pretty abundant in there. Um, but uh, it does feel almost like an end of an era, and we're going to see. The real testament will be when the Call of Duty League guys start talking about it because whenever they don't like it, that's what means the downfall of the game. Cause Vanguard, I had a lot of fun. You and I both had fun playing Vanguard. Mm-hmm. It was fun, yep. but the call of duty league dudes hated it and they did not want to play it. And it was like one of the least tele least viewed seasons they've had for call of duty. So. Yeah. You know what the weird thing is, is I'm just going through the call of duty timeline and Warzone came out March 10th, 2020. It's yep. only three, almost four years old. Uh-huh. It seems like it's been out a lot longer, but like they said, dropped right at the beginning of COVID. So when everyone yep. was at home, you're, you played it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I remember when we first played, we had no idea what we were doing. Didn't know the rules. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing because I hadn't played anything Battle Royale. We had moved into our house and my computer and everything had been put up for two years i think it was everything right. was in a box from august of 2018 until uh april of 2020 2020 so it was pretty crazy and i was like oh man this is insane um right but yeah uh we'll give you some further reviews of it once everything goes on and we'll see what happens um now, since this is this would be a long one, so we're gonna rapid fire through these amusement park stuff as we usually do. Other amusement park news: Face your fears with Universal Monsters: Legend of Fear Halloween Horror Nights 2023 in Universal Studios Japan. Um, there is a rumor on the same lines that there's gonna be a all year long horror part from Universal, which I think will be kind of cool. Um, yeah, I think. That one is going to be in Vegas. It was Vegas or Utah or Idaho. It's somewhere out. It's in. It's it's not by a coastline or something like that. It's tentative, but yeah. I know it's not. It's not a done deal yet. That is true. Um, next, Universal Orlando Resort raises single day admission by ten dollars, which I'm shocked they haven't done it sooner because it kind of you know should be. Going up with everything else. Um, RSVPs are open for Universal Studios Hollywood Pass member holiday park takeover, which by now they're probably already all taken because those things go out in like an hour or less. Um, Universal Orlando Resort is offering Florida residents two-day ticket for the price of one during holiday season, which that's pretty awesome. Um, Universal Orlando Resort has also announced the 2024 Mardi Gras dates, which I've heard those are pretty awesome, and I would kind of want to... Um, have fun with that. Now, this one actually pertains to Tim and I. Amusement Park, Six Flags, and Cedar Fair are merging in an $8 billion deal that creates a theme park powerhouse across North America. The big question Tim and I will have is, will that affect the closing of California's Great America? Um... Because it was a, everyone's asking, but I'm like, I was pretty sure it was a lease issue. But if you had a bunch of influx of cash come in, because it used to be Six Flags Great America, yeah, and then they sold it to Cedar Fair. So, yeah. 
And I'll never forget it because they got rid of all the Paramount stuff that was there. It made me super sad. Yep, Top Gun was gone, all of that. Yep, that was Flight Deck. They had all that stuff. They had the Wayne's World car there. They had the Klingons walking around. It was so much fun. Yep. No, exactly. Um, Well, it said the park operator Cedar Fair announced. Well, obviously, this was from June 2022 in this article. Cedar Fair announced Monday that it has sold the land and ultimately will close the park. So it's sold land for $310 million to San Francisco-based company Prologis. So it's not a matter of an issue. I mean, they straight up sold the land. So then the thing is, is now you have all the rides in here and whatnot. So do those rides just go to the way of the Dodo? Or do they take the couple of the popular ones and put them somewhere else? Or do they um, build... Yeah, park somewhere and whether it be I don't know if it'll be in California just because you get a lot of red tape issues, but maybe it'll be worth it just because you have, um, you know, such a big population and it's West Coast type deal. Or do you do something, you know, in Texas, in a Nevada type deal? Because then the other thing in California is open chunks of land is limited and what is out there is will be expensive so who knows but then again now you got the merger so you and it's two big boys so now your pocketbook just got a little not a little bit a lot a bit bigger yeah so what's the play who knows we're gonna see soon enough um right now going to Disney Parks pile. General Disney Wonder arrives in Sydney for first Australia to New Zealand and New Zealand sailings. Congratulations to them. They're lucky. And Asha from Wish meet and greet debuts at Epcot and now will be meeting guests at Disneyland on November 26th. I do like that they're adding a lot of these 22nd. characters. August November November 22nd. Sorry. Um I said August for some weird reason. Um November 22nd. I do like that they're bringing all these characters in because I feel like it's adding a lot of content to the park. Um, I know it does suck because the people are trying to find like the Star Wars characters a little more difficult. And um, randomly, when, like when I went in January, have you ever seen Ant-Man and the Wasp walking around? Um, you can't stop them because they're carrying a small version of Pim Labs. Oh, it's yeah. Bugs Life. That's right. Yes, Bugs Life. Bugs yes. Land, I mean... Yes. Yeah, I did. I I saw videos of it, but a lot of the stuff when they are walking around, it's like not really stopping them. It's almost like, okay, take a quick selfie and that's it. And if you're not quick, they'll just keep walking Yep. um, on it. You know, it's like they'll stop and pause, you know, like do a two, three count and then keep on going because they don't want big crowds Except, on except for I think the ones that are usually the best to do that with are Peter Pan, um, mm-hmm. Wendy, obviously Captain Hook, Smee, uh, the Mad Hatter, and Alice. They are usually very fun to do that with because they're like, yeah. let's have some fun. So, um, Nada Resorts Abroad, Tokyo Disney Resort is launching mobile order in November 2023. About time. Um, we got a new pistachio popcorn flavor coming to Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, 
Disneyland Paris announces 2023 Christmas night annual pass holder event details. And then we got a first look at cast member costumes for World of Frozen Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, I did hear what did the the wife was telling me something about uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. I can't remember what she was saying. She just found some. She's been watching the Imagineer series and she learned that um, Tower of Terror. Do you know how tall Tower of Terror is? And we're in Hong Kong. No, in Disney World. In Disney World, that one is, isn't it like 199.9 because uh, anything over 200 needs a red light at the top? Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, that's crazy. Uh, Hong Kong, I can't remember what she told me about Hong Kong, but she said something that was really cool about Hong Kong, too. But she's been loving watching the Imagineer series right. and, and seeing and seeing people you know, like uh, uh, Eisner, Michael Eisner, Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Iger and like they're not they do not like each other and they do not hold back and it's on Disney Plus so yeah and and the other cool thing is is in different um, nationalities and parts of the world they have different um, obviously like superstitions and whatnot yes uh, and the parks the Disney parks in those areas take to that. And so whether it's something, Oh, something good or something bad, they, if it's good, they incorporate, if it's bad, they don't, um, on it. So even if it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, tower tower has 13 stories in the tops of the 13, right. Say in an Asian, uh, park, that's bad. Well, it doesn't, it goes to 14 and there's no 13 on it type, something like that, which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now on a Disney World. So I'm just going to preface it on the next on Disneyland and Disney World. Remember, we haven't recorded in two weeks, so some of this stuff has already happened. And Correct. forgive me if it I put a date on it because, and that has already passed, is because it's been two weeks. So there you're you. fine, Timothy. Um. Walt Disney World celebrated the National Veterans and Military Families Month with uh, U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds flyover on October 30th. I showed that to Tim and to the wife, and it was amazing. And it was a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. That was insane. Yeah, And I I just saw them. I just saw them (coughs) last uh, two months ago. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. This one is funny because... This one has already been canceled. Uh, Bluey arrived at Walt Disney World for a new scavenger hunt experience, and then they postponed it indefinitely, like two days after. And they haven't said when it's coming back. So it was his first time there, and you know it is what it is. You got um, lost. I guess we have a new Disney 100 Lionel train set that has arrived at Walt Disney World. Um, First December night of Mickey's Merry, Very Merry Christmas Party has sold out, and the last night of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party are sold out. Um, we have more Galactic Star Cruiser merchandise now available at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Prices have increased for Fantasmic dining packages in Disney's Hollywood Studios, which makes sense because they don't longer have the one in California, so that does increase the you know, desirability to watch it, especially if you're coming from the West coast and you've never seen the East coast or ever seen either of them. So, um, which the one on the East coast is slightly different. So 
Uh, that's the one where the where Dopey fell off the thing and they almost died. Uh, <laughs> um, so this one's crazy. Oh, oh, sorry. Epcot is testing a new luminous fireworks particular overnight in November. This one, though, is crazy. So Disney's Fort Wilderness cabins are already being deconstructed at Walt Disney World. I talked to Connor about this. He said they've been planning on doing this for a couple years, so it's not a big surprise. But what people don't like about it is I didn't even know this. He told us because if we when we do do Disney World, the the boy is going to be old enough to have a lot of fun. And he says they have a bonfire there at least once a week, at least, and they do s'mores and stuff, and it's free. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of free activities to do in Fort Wilderness. Yeah. And you could stay in the cabin. And he goes, the amenities are not as they're not even expensive because they're further away, but it has a ferry to every single one of the parks. And I didn't get to experience the ferries because they were down when I went for my honeymoon in 2011. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, no, buddy of mine stayed there when he went back and he said that it, it's cool. It's all and they even have you want to bring your RV, you park them here. And if you yep. want to actually tent camp, like pitch a tent and camp yep you could do it there as well mm-hmm. i heard that's the one that that lady got kicked out remember the one that would because she was getting booted yeah. for getting the renovations yeah yeah she was there and so what the reason why they're removing this is because of course like anything um disney vacation club cabins are coming in 2024 so i'll be curious to see what those what's the difference between the cabins they have there now and the dvc cabins um from what it. from because what con- the thing is is if I guess the only thing is, is it would be like a bigger hotel room, which is what the cabins are because you're not connected to anything. You know, mm-hmm. you have your own. It's literally your own cabin. Now, the guy, the next cabin could be, you know, an arm's length away, but it's not they're not, not a wall separating you. You can't but, open the door and go right into it. It's literally a, another structure away. Well, but, they said that they are spaced out. And what Connor said was, is they were due to get remodeled because they're outdated and they're cabins. Right. So it's not like you could just go in there and redo the inside. You need to redo the whole thing because it doesn't yeah. fit the aesthetics anymore. Right. But the thing is, is okay. Now you got DVC cabins. What are they going It'll just be interesting to see because inside they are nice cabins and still which I, I think they're just faster. adding more. I think they're adding more is what they're going to do. They're going to expand I, the area. And what they'll probably do is they'll give the DVC people the better views of the water. And you'll, you'll be as a regular person will probably stay further away. Yeah. I don't, or it's going to be more like a, a small house. Maybe type. Deal. I, I mean, you never know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, another carousel of progress on electronic loses a hand at Magic Kingdom. That thing is just falling apart, so it's not surprising. Um, Walt Disney World monorail is evacuated due to a flat tire. For those that don't know, it does run off tires. It's on a track system, but they have tires that make it move um, similar to, like, you know, they kind of go at an angle. They're sideways. They're not up and down. So... Um, one of them goes flat, you ain't moving right. And they had to evacuate him with the scissor lift. So that was like a lot of fun. Um, a child runs into Woody character at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And I believe it was a parade because there was a no, lot of. It was, no, they were just walking through the the video. He nailed them. The, the kid gets excited. He wants to, you know, everyone's kind of standing aside. They're walking either after a meet and greet or to their meet and greet. And of course, the guys or whoever's in a guy or girl can't really look 
down, you know, yep. they kind of look out and walking forward. So, was, you know, this little kid, probably four or five runs up to him. Oh, hey, Woody wants to give him a hug. Well, he can't see. By the time he kind of sees it, he trips a little bit. Thankfully, he doesn't fall or his head doesn't come off. But the kid gets pretty much ran over. So it's not like yeah. anything too crazy. No, but it still sucks seeing a kid get run over like that. Um, right. Walt Disney World guests leave Avatar banshees, wallets, and bundles of cash in their strollers and become victims in large string of thefts at Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Don't leave your valuables on this on on the in your stroller. No, I have I don't have a crossbody bag for a reason now. Right. Well, crossbody bag, diaper bag, what a backpack, whatever. I don't even leave my kid's water cup on the stroller. Mm. And that could just me be me being crazy, but still. Don't risk it. Um, exactly. Body cam footage shows fight at Enders of Magic Kingdom. This one is insane. The fight awesome. is insane. It is an all-out brawl. There's dudes just getting punched left and right. It's insane. And the audio is awesome, too. Yes, it is. And, it, and it's cool. It's a longer video, but to see all of it and how they piece everything together... Because they even had a guy, and somebody comes up and is like, no, he's fine. Here's the video cell phone. You see the police officer look at it. He's like, oh, no, this wasn't you. We thought it was you. You're you're free to go. Or, you know, here's this. And the guy's like, can I get my ID back? He's like, yep, here you go. Gave it back to him. And, away, you know, away he went because they thought he instigated it or whatever it was. So it just shows how, you know, they, they, they tried one and then yeah. – you know, assess the situation and it's, it's, it was pretty cool. We're going to Disney resort. This one's oh, sad. You, you didn't want to do the last guy. Oh, okay. Oops. I missed that one. A uh, man was arrested for secretly filming guests in bathroom stall at Disney's grand Floridian resort. Way to go, it's dude. High end resort too. It's very high end. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, for Disneyland Resort, this is sad. So we get one final closing announcement. Bill Rogers and Camille Dixon are departing, departing as voices of Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure. Um, Bill, if you've ever been in the last 30 years, you'd know his voice right off the get-go. I think she's been there about 15 years, I think they said. Um, because they actually, that's how they met. That's how they got married. Was He was working for him, and then she came to work for him. Um and um, it's a uh, cast member changes is what they said. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it stinks. But, I mean, it is what it is. And they're not going to be there forever. And I think he's done announcements elsewhere at Disney Parks as well. I can't remember if it was um, international or at uh, Florida as well. I know he's done quite a bit. But I do know that a lot of famous people probably would pay to do or they would take you know, free tickets just to do it. They wouldn't get paid because he's a true voiceover person. And I believe she is now too. So they do require a little bit of cash to do what they're doing. Um, so this one is already done. The magic key exclusive Viva Navidad bag was available. The line was like, it looked like there was over a thousand people in line to waiting for it. It was insane. But the, the, so the crazy thing is with how long that line was, I was watching a blogger it only took an hour. That's not bad. Well, think about it. What, what do you got to do? They're going to have a guy there. Scan your magic key. Okay, you're good. Bag, see you later. When you get there, it takes what? All but one minute to do it? 
here you go. Scan. You're good. Here you go. Scan. You're good. Sure. Here you go. See you later. And they're like nice, um, nice bags. Yes, and they I are. No. Um, I think I was watching somebody posted a video yesterday and they were still. Still handing them out. Hmm. Yeah. Through November 9th from 2 to 7 p.m. But it was crazy. The blogger, he looked at it, He's like, that line is crazy. And then he walked back and he's like. Wait, there's no line here. There's, where's the line at? He kept walking, walking, walking. Took him five five minutes to get in. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, Space Mountain reopens with new projection effects at Disneyland Park. I need to watch that video. That's um, awesome. The Magic Keep uh, holder preview announced for uh, Adventure Treehouse at Disneyland. I did see part of a walkthrough with a nighttime tour they did on it. Uh, side note: fresh baked. You're probably never going to listen to this podcast, but you're horrible, and I hate the way you're doing your videos now because I literally watched your whole stupid video just for you to say, oh, I'm not going to spoil it. After talking about you were going to talk about the treehouse, and you, you didn't do any of it. Okay, you do know he has three channels, right? No, he said he. W- I watched the one channel where he said he was, at the end of this video, we're going to talk about the treehouse. And then when he got to it, he goes... I he's like, oh, well, let's wait until we actually do it ourselves, that way we don't spoil anything. Yeah. So, but don't with, tell I'm me in the beginning. That. Oh no, 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 no! I was upset about that. Not no, really. You're just because you were never in one of his videos, like somebody else on this podcast was. I've been in one of his videos. Uh, when for the grand opening of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, yeah. I was. I was on, I got called, I was in like seven different videos because I was walking and talking to the uh, the big pigs because uh, they, they were talking to us in line and I was walking and talking with the guy when we were walking over to see somebody I knew and um, I was in the background of a bunch, I had my Buzz Lightyear Vans on and my vest on and everyone was like, was that oh, you? You're in the, you were in the background, I actually shouted out and he waved to me. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um jealousy anyways david i love uh, your videos i apologize for him <laughs> uh sparkle and shine is the new disney 100 so varsity crystal ear headband available at disney resort Actually, don't even want to know how much it is because i don't want it it's I not did. It, i didn't i forgot to put that on there anyways he's, <laughs> it's probably too much money um ah, it's only 350 dollars screw that well it's so, Varsky, but, the, so. but the crazy thing is is you will see people wearing that you will I see know. people wearing that in the park like and then they'll get mad when something happens right don't wear it trust me or don't put it in your stroller mm-hmm. um disneyland resorts has announced a new halloween half marathon weekend in september of 2024 tim we need to do this I'll do a 5K with you. I can't. It's during the, the, the exact middle of my harvest. I will never be able to do it. Take one day. One day, man. Just call in sick. Go. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I want my job, no. <laughs> um, we got a first look at merchandise for the 2023 Festival of Holidays at Disney's California Adventure, which is always a fun time there, which they also did for a full menu release for the festival as well in California Adventure. And... Um, Oh, Disneyland Resort confirms Tale of the Lion King will close in January. I wonder what they're going to replace it with. Gonna, maybe they'll bring it back with the painting Mickey one. Yeah, the Mickey one was fun. Mac, that'd be awesome. Mi- that would be awesome. 
Yeah, um, I know Mr. Mr. J is going to be sad about that one. He liked that. Yeah, but did on the Lion the Tale of the Lion King one, did they use the light boards or was it just like a stage play? Just stage play. Yeah, Mickey and the Magical Map, that's the problem, was it was actually digital involvement and it, it took yeah, a lot. But the, but the thing is with that, how it would be hard to use those light boards in that type of setting with the with the Lion King. Because how be much gr- how much stage it takes up. How would it be grass? I don't know. Um <laughs> right. Uh, food guide to the new Palm Breeze bar opening next month at DVC Villas at Disneyland Hotel. We got a new Golden Magic Key medallions are available at Disneyland Resort. The showtimes have been released for holiday entertainment offerings at Disneyland Resort, which this is new this year because they cut off a lot of stuff. Um, you know what I mean? They cut off like so much stuff with COVID. And never brought anything back. So it is nice to see that they're going to have um, some stuff, you know, actually there. Um, the Villas at Disneyland Hotel blend now available from Joffrey's Coffee, which I did see that. And it looked pretty delicious. And now I'm craving coffee. I'm going to get some. Which, Tim, next time I see you, I'm going to try and get some of those grinds. I want you to try one of those with me. Yeah. I... Come on. It'd be fun. Um I heard there's one that's Black Rifle Coffee Company that's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah. Gingerbread House returning to Disney's California, Grand California Hotel and Spa, which that's awesome every time they do it. And then um, Holiday Per... Oh, Christmas Tree arrives on Main Street USA at Disneyland Park for 2023 holiday season, and it's massive, as always. Um Great. Holiday perks for Disneyland Resort Magic Key holders include a photo pass, magic shops, a tumbler, dining area, and a hoodie. Hmm. It feels like they have a lot less stuff, though. Feels like they have a lot less stuff for for pass holders. Well, remember, they didn't have anything at all for a while. True. I mean, not Uh, saying because of COVID. I'm just saying because. No, yeah. Yeah, just 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 in general. general. Yeah. Um. Now here's the last. So this, this one is, this, is crazy. This is clickbait. No, I know, but did but, they give an update though yet about it? Because I heard the uh, first update and yeah, so, I, I haven't I haven't heard the second update or so anything after it. The, the title of it was a baby fell out of stroller near soaring around the world at Disney's California Adventure. So I was like, what is that? Does it? I, I literally was like Googling it to see if I could find anything else out. Cause I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And essentially what it is, is some dude in a, in a hover around just absolutely took out a baby stroller and knocked a baby out of the like, stroller. Mo- yeah. Multiple baby strollers. Yeah. But one of them had a baby in it. And mm-hmm. so people were like, Hey, Hey, Hey. And like, I, that's all we heard. There was no update. They didn't say if the guy was having a medical emergency, if he was upset, if he was crazy. Like, there was no update. It was the most clickbait title ever. And I was like, this is not good. Oh, and I didn't see. Um, yeah, electric wheelchair rammed into three baby soldiers, one a baby in it. Then we heard the mom scream, my baby. Mom went into the popcorn stand. Casper's first aid. Not sure what happened after that. And the son read it for him. They said, according to the girl that saw it, the male on the scooter was either drunk or had special needs. Mm-hmm. So I don't. That was the well, the only update on it. So wow. haven't heard anything because at first I'm like, hold on, what? What the heck, really? And then it's kind of one of those ones. Uh, like I thought it was 
um, like how they release at the end of the quarter or whatnot, the incidents that happen at Disneyland. I thought that yeah. was one of them because they usually emphasize one or two of them, but I didn't realize it was a uh, from a. Well, that's what I was Reddit, confused. Was I was like, Reddit did forum. was I was like, did did they put the stroller too close to like the ride and it pushed it over or like yeah yeah and the okay so the other thing is is so the incident it happened it stinks it was unfortunate granted the driver of the wheelchair whether he was drunk or special needs it it still stinks you know right no matter no matter what what regardless. it was yeah regardless of of what it was but the other thing is, is so if my kids in the stroller, and maybe this is just me, so don't come after me, but if my kids in the stroller, I'm like within an arm's length away. So if anything yep. happens, um, I'm right there to grab the stroller or if somebody tries to take the stroller, I'm a step away to basically shove them, shove them out of the way. Uh, They're not hitting my kid. That's for sure. Exactly. So I don't know, like, was the parent right there and it just happened so fast, which it could happen, which it could, especially if you're, you know, sitting there and look, you look down at your phone for one second, the next second, you know, your kid's getting crashed into oh. or, or whatnot um, on it. I was just kind of just wondering where, where the parent was in all of this, not to say that, they're at fault or anything, but and it could have been if they have multiple kids, could have been bending over, you know, it could be anything. Right, no, exactly. But it's just like I wouldn't, even if the stroller started to fall backwards, like I'd be right there to catch it, yeah, before it completely fell backwards. And obviously, uh, just, obviously, the kid's not strapped in either. Right. Well, I mean, even if the kid is strapped in, you fall backwards, you're going to hit your noggin. You know, on most no, I know, but the way they made it sound though is the baby got like thrown from the stroller. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, shoot. If you got a guy coming in hot on a wheelchair, yeah, <laughs> even if you're good. an adult in the stroller, you're gonna get thrown from it. Like I said, hopefully it wasn't the guy or malicious or whoever it was on the wheelchair wasn't having a um, medical emergency or something like medical that. Medical emergency yeah. or something like that. Uh, and hopefully it wasn't somebody that was drunk and lazy and being an idiot. Oh, hey, I could get a wheelchair electric, so that way I don't have to walk anywhere and just get hammered. It is DCA. Yes, it is. So hopefully everything's good. Haven't heard anything. I figured if it was something bad that somebody would update. So, or, yeah, some would have came, but I've been double checking and I hadn't seen nothing. So Great. Uh, but that's all we got for you this week. Extra jam-packed as we missed a week. So thank you guys all for coming through. Mr. J, Mr. Stranger, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, and everyone who comes through every single week. We greatly appreciate you. For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>